Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barry Carlin, and with me today, I'm over the moon to have the band Ura on with me. So I have Craig, Jason and Marcelo. If you haven't heard this band before, they're a metal band from Ireland. Uh, I saw them first play Metal to the Masses in Fibbers last year uh, on their very first stage. And uh, I was blown away, absolutely floored. And after that, I went to every single time they played the competition. After that, I tried to catch them as much times live as I possibly can because I do think there's something very special. They're absolutely phenomenal live. Their music is incredible. They have two singles out so far, De- Decimate and Monarch. And uh, they have a new single on the way. And they also have an album on the way as well, which was announced yesterday called Maelstrom. Um, it's so cool to have them on. I really am a super fan. So we'll be chatting about all those singles, all the music that they made, how the band got started, where they take their inspiration from, and what the band has in store for us in 2024, which is sure to be an absolutely fantastic year for the band. Um, but I'm going to get on with the episode anyway. I'm going to stop rambling. And here's the theme music by Zach Stevenson. Podcast time. Uh, first mistake straight away. Cut, Hi everybody, cut, we're here. We're here for a new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm with Aura. Guys, thanks so much for coming on. It really is an absolute pleasure. Uh, I only found out today that <clears throat> the first time I saw you guys was at Metal to the Masses. And that was your first ever show as a li- uh, performing live together. Who, who wants yeah. to talk for us, lads? Go for you, Craig. Yeah, it was. No. It was indeed, yeah. This was the one last about a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, almost a year ago now. It was funny. I brought a friend of mine who'd never been to a metal show before, and um, he went with me I to this I heard you one. talk about this yeah. on the Cell Games episode as well. He, 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 went, he went to it and he was he was like, what the fuck was that? And I was like, he's like, was that like an average metal show that the one that we just watched? And I was like, no, that wasn't average. That was something else. That was fantastic. <laughs> we loved every minute of it. We went to every single show after that as well. Uh, every every time you guys were playing, it was it really was fantastic. What was it like playing for the first time? Were you, did you, because you're only, did you form in 2022, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was 2022. And we started by like Jason and, my, and I. And then Sebastian and then Craig after a few months. And then, yeah, we yeah. kind of rehearsed almost one year, right? I think it was almost one yeah, year. Yeah, well, it was probably a good few months with just me and you. And then, yeah. so as a, as a whole collective, Jesus, it was only about six months by, by the time that gig came around. Yeah. But yeah, main idea I'd was say- like find piece by piece, you know? So Jason and I, and then we find and then we started to meet him better, each other. And then we say, okay, we're ready to start looking for like bassist or singer. And then yeah. Sebastian joined and then same happened with Craig. And yeah, took like six months. Yeah. The band was yeah, formed. It took, it, took a, it took a little bit of a while of us gelling before okay. we, we'd, uh, we'd so, you know, look out for a new member or whatever. So maybe before Man of the Masses, we were like a band band, like seven months before, right? Six yeah, months. Yeah, Max. Fuck. <laughs> and then yeah, you're in the I, finals. <laughs> Pretty yeah. impressive. I think I think we were we were just less than six months because I joined. Uh, oh no no. What is yeah. that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because I joined on August what seventh, yeah. and then Metal to the Masses yeah. was. Metal to the Masses was about a year ago. So yeah, actually about six months. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I was just looking actually. I think the metal to the masses were on the exact same day as last year. No, no, no. I, I gotta check that. I thought we were, we're around right. the twenty. I thought we were around the twentieth of February last year as well. <laughs> no, 
Uh, no, we're no. I think we're playing next month, February. Wait, I think. No, yeah, sorry. yeah, no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think oh, today okay. is yeah. almost, almost a year exactly. Like, it could be. Yeah, it'd be pretty close. Cool. No idea. No idea. Yeah. Greg, when you actually, when I always like this as metal bands, this when you joined the band, was it basically like just you in the room and just go, okay, now just scream into a microphone? Was that the band practice? Um, so, <laughs> so Marcelo sent me songs um, that the band were playing. They were playing, not fully playing. <laughs> and um, I Attempting. thought, very tempting. I thought it was so good that I couldn't, um, I couldn't, not could not give this a go you know these demos yeah. that he sent me and i thought you know some of the songs are very i've talked about this before some of the songs are very intimidating because of their time structure mm. there's, there's a lot of uh a lot of time, different time signatures in some of the music uh, some of the songs that we play and especially in a one of our really long songs called Medea Ma, which is just over 10 minutes song. long it um yeah that was it was very very intimidating nice. to write to and it was, uh, yeah, it was it, when, when we got into the room, I, I'm pretty sure it was, if I remember correctly, August 6th, uh, 2020. No. Yeah, 2020. Yeah, August 6th. And then uh, I, I want to. now. 20. What's that? Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're, 2022. You're right. Yeah, something like that. 2021. But um, I want to do it. Oh, 2022. You've been losing all the months with fucking COVID. Yeah. And all. Um, yeah, those three years just blend into one. Yeah. Like, it was not that long. Like. Yeah, it was not that long, yeah. Before, so, <laughs> so before getting into the practice room with them, I wanted to impress them. So I wrote two full songs for them. And okay. I really wanted to impress them. And then I went to the room. I didn't know who I was going to be meeting at all. <laughs> I had no idea what these guys looked like. I had no idea what Marcelo kind of looked like, but I had no idea what Jason looked like and no idea what Sebastian looked like. So it was kind of like nervous, but it was kind of exciting as well at the same time. And then I kind of and showed then we him what I got. And he was just disgusted. Like. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, what an ugly bunch of bastards! But, but I, I showed them what it. <laughs> but I showed them what I could do, and they seemed to like it. I was like, "Yeah, this is kind of cool." Why not? Oh, we, man, yeah. you impre- yeah, impressed from the start, like you impressed but, but from the it, start. But we also, pre- that, we after, could, yeah, no we sorry, um, but oh. after we um, we practiced in the practice room for like three, four hours. That first practice, we went out and had a few points together, getting to know each other, and yeah, it was kind of kicked it off yeah. straight away in a way, you know. Nice. And how do you as a band, because they're, they are quite complex songs. So how do you go about constructing them? Ask Marcelo. Mar- All right, Marcelo, how do you go about constructing them? Yeah. <laughs> so it's more, it's more, I guess, what we like to do. And I say we, because I, I came with the ideas and the first songs, you know, but like the idea also was meeting the guys and then seeing the tastes and the likes of everyone. So we can go and see what we should use more or less you know because there are even some of the earliest songs that we don't even use because they were quite diverse already then yeah. right mm-hmm. and some of them were like okay this is not the path we want to follow so the new songs was much more like no and no misses just hit so because of that we got to know the tastes and each and each one of the band but the thing is the time structures and the song structures the time signatures and this this was since the beginning and was always there and was one of the cores of like Ura. And maybe this also is what tied us together more, you know, 
And to do this, I don't know, it's just like, uh, I don't know, practice. And also my influences are mostly from bands that, not mostly from bands like this, but a good bunch of the bands that influence me most are, uh, they use these time signatures and weird structures and, yeah, and to write is just like as yeah, writing any other songs, but instead of four four is like five four seven eight <laughs> thirteen eight. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and the rest. Jason, if when Marcelo four, comes, four, so I was just gonna say, but Jason, when Marcelo comes to you with the song, do you go, ah, for fuck's sake? Like, pretty much. I started the process starts like he'll he'll give us you know the basic structure and all. He'll he'll make it on Guitar Pro or whatever. And uh, I'll just listen to it and go, oh, just, it's impossible. There's no way. And then just after chipping away at it for sometimes a couple of weeks or a few weeks or even a month or two months, I'll go, okay, this actually is doable. And he, you know, he'll, <laughs> he'll explain it. He'll break it down to me and kind of explain it in, in, in drummer, in drummer language. Usually it usually works out in the end. Now there's a few few of the songs I I I, I struggled with a bit more at the start, but I think Monarch are single, that was one of the hardest ones for me. Monarch sounds very complicated. Just just even listen it to is. it. Like it's a fantastic song, but I was just like, Jesus Christ, there's so much going it on. Sounds great <laughs> when it's all together. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really really happy with how that turned out and, and, and the video and all. I, but uh, I, go ahead, sorry, sorry. No no, no, I was just gonna say the 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 whole process I think with with Marcelo seems to be working in our favor, like you know, he'll write the guts of it. We'll we'll add our parts, we'll change parts and we'll maybe take some parts away and but the the, the whole process we have so far is, is working a charm. Like I really enjoy playing playing with the lads and it's been a but, great journey so but far. But but Jason, you be you be similar yeah. to me, the fact that yeah. these awkward time signatures, um they kind of, they push you to learn a bit more about your instrument and yeah, your yeah, true, and your technique, true. right? Again, again, I, yeah, I think like kind of Marcelo touched on, like we're, we're kind of, we're kind of into that kind of sound anyway. Like, you know, I like a lot of proggy stuff, a lot of Tool and uh, other, plenty of other bands that, that use this. But it's it just kind of, yeah, it kind of, it motivates you. It does motivate you because it's interesting to the ear. Oh, it's yeah, music yeah, sure. that I'd actually like and I listen to. I would listen to it even yeah. if I wasn't in the band. So that's a big, that's a big factor in 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 in, in pushing yeah. you to motivate you to learn these songs because I actually enjoy them and I want to create them. You know. Yeah, I yeah, remember but- discovering uh, that kind of thing, like listening to because I listened to mm. like stuff like Papa Roach when I was you know fifteen, sixteen. Oh man, me, yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then I got. I, Still think, I can't remember. I can't remember who was like the first like major complicated band that I heard. But I think it might have been like Gojira or something like that. The second oh, I heard, right. I was just like, I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, I didn't know you could play like that." <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, yeah, it is. It just adds a whole layer. But you know, it's all. You know, it draws the ear, and you're like, "What the fuck's going on?" But it's all, yeah. it, it's all by the book. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, 
it, it makes mathematical sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is a mix because this is a very interesting point because I started like writing songs myself. I was like 14 or 15 and I started using Guitar Pro, as Jason said, you know, and it was like, it comes for four and you do this. And I remember yeah. that some of my earliest songs I already discover i didn't even know time signature or now four four and then five four or something. <laughs> but i went there so no because i want to put something here and it's not right and then i was tweaking and i found okay if i change these numbers here they will be doing this so <laughs> even before my and then it's like i think th those other bands are similar but then we're coming back to our question when i come with the songs and now i have mm. to take my, my hat off because i thought that it would be impossible to play to improve them, to put lyrics, I didn't know that this was going to be possible. So whenever I come back yeah. with a song, you know, with Jason, it's like, I don't know how he does that, but he does that and he makes it even better. And I don't know how the hell Craig comes and like is able to put some coherent lyrics structures in all of the songs as well. Okay. So yeah, that's real, wait, wait. I'll, I'll, give it, I'll, I'll credit to Craig, like in fairness, it's not just writing lyrics, it's fitting them into them weird structures that we're, we're trying to do that's a bit of a challenge right? uh, a i would thing. imagine so the lyrics, are, the lyrics are fantastic by the way craig oh. um really 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 good especially uh, you touched you touched on that song i know it's the, it's the song that you have it's the 10 minute one um i remember well, it's called again modia mod i remember Mott. seeing that live and for the first time and like i'll be honest with you like sometimes i, I spoken word sections in in songs i kind of find are sometimes very hit and miss for me and then just when I was watching that song live and then I heard that spoken word section, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Delivery, performance, and just what you were actually saying and everything. So, uh, no, hats really off to you. Though. Very, very much Thank enjoying you. what you put out. Thank you very much. Um, no, I'm that, very... That, uh, that, I, Jason, yeah. honestly, I was only listening to Medea Mott today and Medea yeah. Mott is a very... Um, it's a close and personal song for myself and yeah. I, uh, it kind of brings a little bit of tear to me. I'm not going to lie. Listen to it. it does, it's there's so much going on, like different sections, the way they intertwine together as well, how they link together. It, it's it's nuts, but I, I really enjoy that song. I think that song. I'm very proud of that one. song. Yeah, it's a great. Well, one. I completely agree. Right. And ah, oh, but um, yeah, no. I hope if, if we write something close to being as good as that again, I'd be over the moon. Yeah. I love Medea Moss so yeah. much. Well, you can even feel it in the room when it's being performed. Like everybody has got just go, whoa, because there is so much there like it there's harsh moments, there's delicate moments, there's you know, it's a it's a it's a trip of a song for sure. It is. It's yeah. I, I I always say live, it's always yeah. a bit of a journey of a song. I do yeah. say that live. I always say it live and it is that's your it, intro to the song. It is, of course, because I have to fucking fill in the noise because <laughs> there's no lyrics at the start. I have to say something. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> you have to make sure you're, you know, you're there for a reason, like you know. Exactly. Yeah. It's just like, a... What's this guy just standing here while these fellas? <laughs> yeah, I'm so we're here actually for the the next single that you're releasing, um, which I actually don't know the name of. Uh, so if you want to tell us a little bit about it. Oh, do we do we want to? Name the next single? Yeah, well, yeah, of course. Let's give the first okay. one. Here. Okay. Oh, okay. It's like you oh, literally messaged me about it. We're just going to talk about the song okay. and not well, name it. <laughs> you know what? We, we should let the first our, one. You're, you're the should, first one, Mark. Oh, we should you. let our leader, Marcelo, talk about it then. Oh, you can talk about it. <laughs> you, should, you should do this. Oh, on the lyrics part, yeah. yeah. But you're the music part. <laughs> 
Okay. No, no, we talked about uh, both. You're we the have front time. man, Craig. You're the front man. <laughs> okay, Jesus that's, Christ. That's okay. how it works. That's how so, it works. It's part of your okay. job. So, okay. Part of my job. It's part of the role, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So, Whether you like it or not. Yeah. Uh, so the next song is called The Widening Gyre. Oh, okay. And it is chaos. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> So you're just going like, heavier and heavier with single with each single, basically, are you? <laughs> you know, it kind of in a way, yeah. You, you, like the this is so mon- oh, yeah, Monarch and the Widening Gyre would are the songs on that will on our album that we're releasing, and that the song that the songs that Marcelo came to us or came to me, and I said it to him as well. I said, Marcelo, good luck to Jason learning this. Holy shit. <laughs> Because holy <laughs> shit, like the, it's, but well, he did it. It like, he learned Monarch. Jason learned Monarch within, I think it was a two, three weeks. I mean, Marcel was looking at you, sir, uh, like, no, what no, the no. hell? Two to three weeks? Well, it, no, no, I, I, no, I had the, the bones of it within two or three weeks, but I yeah. didn't have it perfect. I didn't you have it perfect for yeah, a couple of months, man. You had it like 90%. Yeah, like, but it was hard to get the last ten percent. Very hard. I, I, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd imagine that, especially <laughs> uh, going into other sections, right? Yeah, right. The, the transitions there. The transitions. Yeah, exactly. Happened. But yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, the same one Joyer, Joyer, yeah, especially it's same with Joyer. Joyer's drums are a bit nuts. Joyer is it's a bit. It has a bit of everything, to be honest. It has some, <laughs> has some, it has some clean vocals in it as well. At the end, yeah, it oh, does. Nice. It does uh, yeah, yeah, it does. Um, we talk, we're kind of mixing it up a lot with each song. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, we hope to be able to announce when it will be released soon enough. And uh, yeah, keep an eye out on our socials for that. I'd imagine. Exciting yeah. stuff. Last bit, last little bits of mastering with uh, Josh Robinson going down. Yeah, I literally was about to ask, what's it like working with him? Because uh, he's very prolific, as you probably are more than aware. (laughs) I'd say it's a a dream to have somebody like that uh, producing your stuff. He's a very skilled producer as well, but I just, I think other bands have probably mentioned it to you as well. It's the whole atmosphere going up there with him, man. He's super chill. It's it's a comfortable place to record, like, this is my first time recording a proper fucking sorry person. You can swear <laughs> as much as you man. want, don't you? Probably... <laughs> ah, fuck, wank, uh, <laughs> a lot worse said on uh, this podcast than just that. <laughs> good. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's just like for me, it was a big deal. You know, I didn't know I'm going to a recording studio. What's it going to be like? Nervous, basically. And as soon as I got in there and started chatting to the lad. Oh, I put you at ease, you know, he's just super chill. And it's like, it's like having a mate behind the desk, just mm. that you can, a bit of banter with. And yeah, was, as long as we kept him full with Red Bulls, he was, he was performing <laughs> very, very well. Very well. Cause was it Decimate you, you got done in one day, wasn't it? And then yeah. you did the EP and yeah. Yeah. So, that's, so, that's right. yeah. <laughs> so we, we, all our songs, we've done every song in one day. Fuck. Even the 10 minute songs then. Yeah, Even the yeah. te- wow, okay. <laughs> we, we we like to know our stuff. But well, that's also a sign yeah, of maybe- knowing that, like that you're having a good recording experience as well. Because like I've seen bands spend fucking three or four or five days recording yeah. one song, and and like the song would be exactly. like three minutes long. So so Barrett, yeah. Barrett, we this is the first time that any of us have gone to a re- uh, recording studio. This is the first out time we've ever. These. 
of all of us collectively. Oh, yeah, okay. So we have no experience going into Yeah, none of us have all done of it. Us. Yeah. Marcelo? I did mean the best, but was like um for uh oh. yeah, it was not like a, a big release, you know, it's just like more like uh, people that had the same level of skill as I did, you know, we're just doing now that you are meeting like Josh that knows everything, you know. Mm. Yeah. I was like, okay, let's meet <laughs> this is back in Brazil, was it? Yeah, yeah, like what they did, I could have done also. So it was not like no, a problem. Sure I wasn't sure if you had or not. And then and then this whole album that we're releasing, it kind of just happened we, we honestly how do you Mar- happen how do you happen with an album you, you ask marcelo because marcelo is the one who just kept on bringing songs kept on bringing yeah. songs and like just funny. Machine. we saw this today yeah we, we just saw this is like this is crazy because our album just simply happened right yeah but it's, it's a, is it an, how long is it is it an hour it's it is an hour. Yeah, an hour. yeah okay jesus Sitting around that, yeah. 59 yeah, minutes like, very nice <laughs> That's we have amazing. a couple of interlude tracks in there as well now, so they're, they're yeah. not they're not filler now. They're 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 <laughs> nicely thought out tracks, but they're seven proper bangers. <laughs> You're very confident in yourself, there, Jason. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, man. You know me. Fair enough. Will we be seeing any new ones at Metal to the Masses? Let me see. Oh <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh yeah. So the only songs that we have, we've only played. Uh, we haven't played two songs off the album, and okay. one of them will be Joyer, and the second one, or the other one, I don't think we should mention it. But the other one, I cannot wait to play live. Put it that way. That's it is, <laughs> it, it is, it's a bit of a another longish journey-ish song, but it is ah, oh, Jesus Christ! I I can't wait. Like I know Marcelo is the exact same. I know Marcelo can't wait to play this song live. Mm, not me either. Oh well, okay, Jason as well. <laughs> a lot of groove in that in that that song. Yeah, it's not going to be a single now, but it's 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 uh, well, I don't know. We haven't decided a third single yet, but uh, yeah, true. Yeah, the most difficult part is that metal to the masses is very short set list for us. Yeah, that's why I was I was literally just about to ask yeah, you how long is your set? Is it twenty five minutes? Or it's it's even shorter than that in the first so, phase, isn't it? Yeah, so last year it was twenty five minutes, but in the email that we got sent going into this year's it says thirty minutes, but I can imagine just being twenty five again. So mm. do you know who's yeah. on the same phase as you? The which which other bands are playing? Uh yeah. Outsounds, Piano Black. Yeah, I saw them. They're, they're new to me. I don't know them. There's, quite, there's quite a lot of new bands on the on the list. At the yeah, there is. Yeah, loads of unfamiliar faces and a lot of a lot of bands that I expected to see that weren't there that didn't go this year. Mm. So yeah. cool. It's good to see. Uh, yeah, Outsell, Piano Black, uh, Hashmaker. Oh, Hashmaker, are fantastic. Oh, no, uh, Hashmaker. They are playing with us in Cork. Oh, sorry. They're on the. I oh, know. Maybe I'm wrong. Sorry. Sorry and who is out is blood soaked and deserted. Blood soaked. Yeah. Right. And the other one? Deserted. 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 I don't know them either. I haven't I haven't checked them out yet. Yeah. We're going we're going now on is it this Saturday is the latest one? And I don't yeah, I don't, I don't recognize yeah. any of the band. Well, there's one band that I recognize on, I can't remember who it is, but it was uh, no, but like Is it I'm gonna guess it's following the signs. 
No, I don't know them either. I really? Them. They're, they're yeah, good. They're, yeah, look right. them up. They're good. But like it's, it is, you know, the thing about Metal to the Masses is like I've been going every year since I was like 19, I think. And every single year, you're just like the talent just keeps getting better and better and better. Like your the oh, final yeah. that you guys were in was one of the toughest finals I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I also had the biggest mosh pits. You guys had what I'd never seen a mosh pit like that at a uh, at Fibbers before in my life. I was like, holy shit. Oh, <laughs> very, really? very, very good. That's cool. That's that a very nice stuff. compliment, man. Thank you. Oh no, like it it was like as I said, my friend now his name's Jack. Uh he's just become obsessed with going to metal shows after that after that performance. He's oh, like, I need to go to more. So he's been going, he's been he's been going with me every time he gets the chance. Which is good stuff. Oh man, um, I'm glad we converted one of the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he's like he's a genuine, like he's a genuine fan. He's up for anything, like black metal shows, fucking hardcore shows, yeah, anything. He's just like, let's, let's go. Fair folks. Um, there's a girl actually. Especially uh, going going from not being interested in it at all, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I've, I've told. I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but I'll tell it again anyway. There's a girl that I work with, and she's from Nepal, and she's she's tiny. I mean, she's about there on me. And uh, she's like, you go to these metal gigs all the time. She goes, I've never been to uh, a, sh- a show before. He goes, can you bring me to a show? And I brought her to see uh, Death Heaven. And uh, my friend afterwards, he goes, he goes, you had fucking tickets to Boy Genius. You could have brought her to that. Like, it was her fr- by the way, it was her first ever gig just in general. <laughs> and, oh, she to, wow. and, she went, and he goes, you brought her to Death Heaven. And he goes, she fucking loved it. It was great. And she genuinely did. She was like, wow. I'm going to more of those shows now. And then she went oh. with uh, she went with her boyfriend to see The Killer's. Uh, like a week later and she came into work the next day and she's like, I'm so mad at you. And I was like, why are you mad at me? And she goes, the killer sucked compared to death. Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, of course they did. I know you're a big death heaven fan, but meaning to oh, yeah, ask yeah. you, uh, you what's your favorite death heaven album? Well, there's some bathers, the classic one, but I love New Bermuda also. New Bermuda is my favorite. Mm, my personal favorite. Yeah. That's fantastic. Very it's underrated. Album. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I also think so. Yeah. Yeah. amazing i was just I'm listening a- yesterday again yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just even just that that opening song and every single time i listen to it I'm oh, like, yeah. this is such a good album back to the world uh, i've I, I see, I seen uh barra i seen you done a an anniversary episode for the 10 years of oh of sunbather uh, sunbather was the first yeah. it was i have a sunbather tattoo in my leg it was the first ever oh. kind of like extreme metal album next to Triptychons, Melancasmata was the other one that I got really into that kind of stuff. Um, the first, right. well, the first actually was a Primordial album, and then I got into Black Metal, and then Death Heaven just opened. Oh, up way, really? Yeah. Interesting. The, fun, the funny thing is with Br- Primordial, I met Stephen Avril at a Napalm Death show, and I told him that Primordial were the first oh, band really? that I ever listened to, like of that nature, and he didn't believe me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, no I, I, he goes, I, I, he goes you're just saying, he goes, you're just saying that because you're here. I was like, no, it, it's, I'm genuinely serious. It was, it was, uh, it almost man seemed like you're kind of sucking up to him there at the time or something. But I believe no, that's what he, that's what he must, I think that's what he taught. But I was just being, ge- I was being genuine, but he was like, no, I don't yeah. believe you. I was like, was all that, right. Was that the time that show, um, uh, last year? Yeah, it was one of the academy. Uh, yeah, the, I like, really, basically, I like the first, the first show basically after COVID, I think that I, my first metal show after COVID that I was at. God, yeah, I think you're right. I was. Oh, no, I was sorry. at that. Was, that was oh, it's a fucking amazing show. <laughs> Barney still has the energy live, doesn't he? Really does. <laughs> like, fucking hell, he still has the same moves. Like, what age is he? <laughs> the exa- he's, he's, he's forever young. <laughs> I think yeah. he's, the, he's the same age as my dad, I think. I think he's in his, I think he's hitting 50, like, 
But um, yeah. guys, I, I don't know if, if what we normally do here is on this show is like we ask questions about the band and then we ask stupid questions or just questions that I would ask you if we were in a bar. That's kind of the way okay, that I like cool. to phrase it. So uh, the one well, that I'd like to start off with is what was the first and last album you ever bought? Oh, oh. <laughs> first now, hmm, first album I ever bought was now, if you're talking proper bands, it was Metallica for me, uh, Black nice. Album. But, as a child, before that, I was mad into wrestling, and I bought one of the wrestling CDs. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so one of them. They were great, though. They had so much good stuff on it. Like, well, they were like, uh, oh, they, yeah, <laughs> they had a big, big influence on my uh, getting into metal. Actually, yeah. without without realizing it when I was young. That and Tony uh, Hawk. But, I yeah, think were the... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, Black Album was the first proper uh, CD I bought. Uh, as for the last one, geez, it's been a while with streaming and all. I haven't bought a CD in that long. I'm gonna say uh, I have it there. It's down that uh, Down's second EP. I, I, Ooh, I bought it. Nice. It meant to be. It was meant to be on CD, but I actually bought it on vinyl instead. And that was the last thing I ever bought because <laughs> I don't have a vinyl player. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Who wants to go next? <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. So for me, um, um, the first album I ever had, I didn't buy, but my aunt gave me, and I consider it was like the first one that I bought was Nirvana Unplugged. Very nice. I, very, very yeah. <laughs> and I guess the first album that I bought after that was like Red Hot Chili Peppers Californication. <laughs> ah, yeah. It was a while ago. <laughs> entry, entry levels. Yeah. Entry yeah, levels. Entry yeah. Level. Yeah, yeah. But well, they're good entry levels. Have to start somewhere. Yeah, I remember when we were in. Oh, sorry, when we were in Scouts, uh, they did one thing where they were like, "Okay, everybody bring in a CD, and we'll burn it all onto the one CD, so we'll do a mixtape." And they had to say, "Stop bringing in Red Hot Chili Peppers." That like you can't, you can't all have Red Hot Chili Peppers on it. That was a great album. Everybody loved. No, they everybody loved them. Ah, you'd be drawing that. You'd be drawing the cross on your bag, you know, the little star yeah, yeah. sign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, them, them and Green Day were the two really big ones. Them, Green Day, and Eminem were kind of the yeah, ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what age are you, Barrow? I'm 29. You're 29. So, yeah, I would have been in a similar kind of bracket myself. Even when I was in primary school, everyone was Chili's, Nirvana, Green Day, all these bands. Yeah. Craig, it's your turn. Oh no, Marcelo didn't say is the last one that he bought. Oh yeah. Oh no, he didn't. That's right. Sorry, man. The last one I bought like digitally. I didn't buy the actual album, but I bought from Conquer that Meyer album. I don't know that actually. Yeah, this was like a band that I didn't know. Uh, you know who presented me was Corner from Lavain. And he told me about, about them and this, and I really liked them and I bought them. I bought them also because they also do sell. They sell on Bandcamp, they sell the albums, and they do sell their guitar pros as well. And you can oh. buy, you name your price, and they and get all their guitar pros. And it's like, oh my God, I was going to buy them anyway, so I want to buy the guitar pros to see how they organize things and see things, get some new ideas. And oh, all that. Nice. Oh, That's quite interesting. I've never seen a band do that before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This was amazing. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's uh, a weird one. Huh? Yeah. Cool. Craig? I think the first album... I ever bought would have been uh, Slipknot. 
um, all hope is gone. Now, I would have, nice. I, I think I got into metal a little bit late, which is like 13, 14. Ah, uh, there's no such thing. Well, I got into it when I was like 17, yeah. so. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I was layered in that, man. I was layered in that. So, so all hope is gone, yeah. They're psychosocial. Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think the, I think the, yeah, no, the latest album I bought would have been, of course, Marcel is going to look at me. Of course, it's a Parkway Drive. Uh, nice. Parkway nice. Drive's album, Darker Still, because Parkway Drive is my favorite band, so I'll support Parkway Drive no matter what. And I think it's a cracking album anyway. So even though I know their song, their their style has evolved, put it that way. Yeah. But I, I still respect them. And like yeah. those first three, four albums don't even compare them to anything else for me. I remember seeing them live at Download. And oh. I, I'll be honest with you, I was not oh. buzzed about seeing them. But the girl that I was with at the time was like, I'm a big Parkway Drive fan. We have to go watch them. And I was like, Okay, we'll go watch them. And like within two seconds, I was eating my words. I was like, what the fuck? They were unbelievable live. They were yeah. main stage as well. So you have like 80,000 people just fucking Ooh. losing their shit. What, what, what year would that? It was like four o'clock. Uh, what year would that have been, been? About, oh, when did I leave school? 2019, 2020? No, 2014, sorry, 2015, around then. I oh, so, so Atlas album. Yeah, nice. that's, that's a good was, album. Lincoln Park, I think, were the headliner, and they were doing oh, Jesus they were Christ, Hyper Theory in full. Yeah, oh, hell. <laughs> nah. and, and then they played for like an hour and a half afterwards. What a lucky man! This was a great <laughs> tour to see. Oh, Park, that, that per- yeah, but it was also a great time to see Lincoln Park. That wasn't yeah. <laughs> their last. Yeah. Yeah. Was, I think Chester Headliner. Chester was dead about five months later. After that, I think. Yeah, oh, shocking, um, shocking. But um, yeah, count, counted your blessings then, uh, guys. Uh, oh, I like asking metal bands this question. Actually, what album do you think has the best tone? Because you guys have a fucking sweet tone in your song. So I was, I was like, I have to ask them this question. Mm. Best tone, tone like Tony in general, like uh, well, the, I, the well dark... maybe we could just do guitar tone or no. I like tone in general. <laughs> okay, uh, this is a good it's one. A <laughs> I'll 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 say first. I'll say uh of course I'm gonna stick with my favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say uh Parker Drive uh the deep blue album. The the likes of the likes of the the riff for Sleepwalker, the likes yeah. of Karma. That's a great song. Oh ah. that's funny because I really prefer the Horizon Stone than the Deep Blue. Of course you prefer the Horizons tone because it's more of a hardcore tone. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to stick with Parker Drive. I love either one of the three or four albums I love. I love Deep Blue. Deep Blue is what really, really made me get into the music that I really like now. So I'm always going to stick by that no matter what. Mm. So that's me. It was a seminal album for you. Oh, amazing album. Yeah, I'd say for me maybe uh, Deftones self-titled mm. album. Uh, had to, mm. Couldn't go. Couldn't go a podcast. Is that, is that the one with uh, hexagram? It opens with hexagram. Is hexagram? It? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I really love that that guitar sound on that album. As a drummer who knows very little about that type of thing, I just go on what uh, what appeals to my ear, and that uh, that guitar on that album for me is just. Uh, that's a what, fantastic what, album. I don't what, think what, I, I yeah. actually think Deftones have a bad album. What 
Like an objectively bad album. They've like yeah, they've no, some I don't think albums. so. Yeah, I don't think well, I don't think so. They have weaker yeah. albums, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like wow. uh, Gore and the likes, but these they all have strong songs on them. But yeah, self self-titled is a great tone. Man, that def- that self-titled has fucking Minerva and Bloody Cape. Oh my god, yeah, that's, a mm, that's what I mean. Like, you know, them, <laughs> oh. Oh, this is Stefan Carpenter's, uh, yeah, one of his best, eight, best eight, work, eight string guitar, Marcelo. If I'm correct, yeah, from six to nine, yes, six <laughs> and seven and eight, nine yeah. string guitar. <laughs> the last one in the last in the arms is nine string, Jesus Christ, what the hell. <laughs> Gaining strength <laughs> as he grows older. Yeah, uh, each album had a string. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but basically, yeah, he changed the the tuning in every album. Also, he never repeats. Uh, the oh, yeah. that makes sense actually, because they there's there's very few Deftones album that sound exactly the same as the last one. They do tend to mix it up. Yeah, um, that's true. Kyo no Yoken would always be my favorite one, though. I don't know. If oh, I, I love this one, and people usually hate this one. I, I love that Yoken. album. Yeah. That album is love fantastic. I love graphic, na- uh, graphic nature. I love like uh, yeah. Swerve City, the letters, Open, little two minute opener. It's brilliant. Oh yeah, <laughs> amazing. And everyone hates. Uh, and well, uh, not everyone. I, I confess, I was one of those people. I didn't like it as much as other people did at the start, but it's grown on me over the years. Kyo <laughs> Yoken, have to say. So Marcel, did you answer what the best tone is? No, so yeah, no, I don't. So uh, Deftones was a good call, uh, very good call. <laughs> to but I think uh, what influenced me the most maybe was Rammstein in their first albums. Oh yeah. And I and after uh, many years after that, I saw some interviews with the guitar uh, Richard Crispin, and he was explaining that during to find the sound, he was very obsessed to find the right sound. He even developed back then in the nineties, he developed like a robot to that he could go and adjust the positioning of the mic against the cab so he could see and find the perfect <laughs> position. Yeah, so they were and resulted in a very good sound. But um, I would like to name maybe a more obscure band, which is they have a more modern sound, which I very like. It's called a Rolo Tomasi. They're from the UK. Oh, Rolo Tomasi oh. are fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant band. Brilliant band. They got me into that Marcelo. They have this album, Time Will Die in Love with yeah. Burris, which is the guitar. I, I think it was the first one where they changed it to the last guitar, which is uh, until now. And it's mm. a great song. It's very modern, but at the same time, not too, you know, too modern. They Have you ever seen them live? No. Uh, they, I played wish... Fib- they played Fibbers downstairs. Um, what? 2019, I think. Oh and God. I went to I went to my own. Yeah, yeah, it was them. Order sixty six. Su- Order sixty six. We're supporting. Um, Ruin. We're supporting. Yeah, and, and, and Fibbers. I think Chancellor supported them oh, as well. Man. The instrumental band, and um, I went to it and got a little bit too drunk and forgot my glasses. So by the time the show was finished, <laughs> I was completely blind. Like I couldn't really see anything. And I went up to the merch stand oh, to get a no. T-shirt. And I was like, I was like, that was fucking insane. Were you watching that? And you're, the guy was like, Yeah, I was watching it. I was like fucking incredible and he goes i'm in the band i was like oh <laughs> <laughs> it, was the t- it was the guitarist and the drummer uh, that i was chatting to <laughs> that's how so blind i am yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i can't see that's a true. thing <laughs> i get away yeah, for like two hours and then once that once they're up i'm gone so i have to wear them everywhere i, I, I was gonna say there probably wasn't too many mosh pits to get them knocked off you 
Uh, no, fucking Rollo Tomasi shows are they were pretty lethal. Like there was all it was too hardcore bands on before they were on. Um, right. But it's insane. Like I, when I was listening to them on headphones, I wasn't aware that the female singer was the one doing the screaming. Uh, and then you oh, see it, oh. you see it live. She's this tiny little thing, and she's just you know singing beautiful, delicate songs at the beginning, and then just straight into yeah. the, the screaming. And you're just like, holy shit! It's they're a very good band to to go see live if they're playing. Um, but yeah, they played Fibbers downstairs uh, I during. I can't remember what album they were touring at the time, oh, but. No. Um, it was one of the really, really, really good ones. But yeah, it was a good show. Oh, it was 2019, you said, Barra? I think like 2019, 2018. I'll check what album they yeah, were touring. very recently. Time Will Die was amazing. And they're very good. They also do a lot of the time signatures, weird song structures. Mm. Live performances, since maybe they have the big influence of Dillinger's Escape Plan, I think they also absorb this live a lot. Yeah, they were, they were. it's funny. There's articles written by like Crime Magazine and stuff where they ripped the piss out of Rollo Tomasi. They call them then. Nintendo core is the type of music they say yeah. they play. Wow. And then now and nowadays they're like, yeah, their album of the year. But they were touring uh, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It was the album they were touring at the time. So it's 2018 was when it's Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my uh, God. Very recently to be playing such a small <laughs> venue is shocking. It's a weird, weird show. Yeah. Uh, that there was, yeah. I couldn't believe they were there and I just noticed after work I was like I'm going straight I was working in town at the time I was like I'm going straight to that show after this, I, after this. I, I, I've heard some stories of pretty big bands playing Fibbers over the years like Machine Head and Machine Head, Machine Head go to they go to Fibbers every time they finish a show and I think one year they were doing it I think one it was Biohazard was in Fibbers one time or someone like that yeah, no, Machine Head are very good. They they go up and they, I think there was lads doing um, Machine Head karaoke songs and they went up and sang with them, I think, if I remember correctly. Oh, wow. Rob Flynn did. <laughs> good crazy. lads. Um, cool. what, who do you think is the most underrated band going at the moment? <laughs> underrated. That's a good question. Yeah. J- Jason, Jason, what's that band that has the lead vocalist, uh, the female lead vocalist from London or from the UK? Again, you really showed me a few months ago. Oh, uh, uh, Diane Wish. No, no, the other one. Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, so the, video, the video, the video is where uh, the woman's being force fed at a table. Oh, it, Ithaca. 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 I yeah, just bought yeah, their yeah. just bought their latest album on vinyl. There. Wow, really? Um, yeah, What's yeah, it like? Yeah, yeah. It's very good. <laughs> it's very, oh, very, very they're, good. They're, they're really have, good. They're, they're, they're both that's a good show, too. Craig. That's a great yeah. show because they're, they're, they're album, super good. Uh, cam- they, with camera first on it. I can't remember yeah, the name of the album. Uh, they, they fear us. They fear us is the latest uh, one, that- and then the first, the first one's the one with the knife on the front of it. That's also a fucking fantastic album. They, they fear oh, us. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I, I know it. it like, is, yeah. Back to front. It's brilliant. If it's you like really them, brilliant. you probably like Pupil Slicer. The first Pupil Slicer album is very, very good. It's Pupil similar. Slicer. They're both Slicer. they're both from the UK. Pupil Slicer, yeah, it's a lovely name. Yeah. To yeah. it's it's of funny. My, I come from a very conservative family. Like my family would be quite conservative, and they're like, "Where are you going? Hey, to? Mom, I'm going to see a go see a band called Pupil Slicer." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I don't know, I don't know what happened to you, Barra, when you were growing up, but that's not how we raised you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm going to say um, Ithaca. Ithaca is a good shout, yeah. Mm, that's a great show. That's a great show, man. Who else? Uh, a few, a few bands. I don't, I don't, I don't. I've only heard a few singles of them, but uh, Fallujah. I think they're kind of big, actually. Fallujah. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I heard them. No, yeah, it's American band. It's um, a little bit genty, a little bit metalcore-y, but they have some good songs. I, 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 I wouldn't say I know their discography like mm. uh, the back of my hand or anything, but. Uh, 
it's just what came to mind there in terms of underrated. Yeah, for me, I think uh, there's this band called Botch. Oh, Botch are fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and, but this but this changed because you know, when I met them was maybe 12, 13 years ago and they were broken up for eight. They broken up in 2002, right? Oh, okay. And they stayed like this like until two years ago that they got back or one year ago, not even. And almost no one ever knows them. And for me, they were like, uh, maybe if you talk about Ura and this kind of things, I would say that the Botch was, has a very important place because this moved me a lot oh. to okay, go to invest time and learning more of the time signatures, weird structures and all. It was not as chaotic as Dillinger, which is much more famous or not as hardcore as Converge, which are two bands that also use this, but they go in different directions. Botch is more like in the middle. So that was a great band. And not Watch many it. people know it. Uh. I think I'm seeing them in Czech Republic in March. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I, think God, so. yeah. I think I've seen them. And then the other one they'll be seeing is a band called Mantar, who oh, are... Yeah. I think oh, are yeah. Yeah. So, they're they're yeah, supporting Meshuga on their European tour. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, some, it's some big night that Mantar are playing. There's a couple of other bands they're playing, but like I just I, I, I like getting away for like a weekend and... Uh, Czech Republic apparent Prague, you can do it in two days. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go over there and it's Bosch yeah. and, and Mantar and somebody Flight's else as well. So Flights are like 130 quid return. It's not the worst. It yeah, could be worse. And I got scrammed. a nice little Aer Lingus voucher for Christmas. So <laughs> Fucking, you have to. Can't, you can't have complain. To. Yeah. It's funny. Well, I went over. Uh, do you know the band? Oh, sorry. Go on. No, no, no. I was just going to say I, another uh, underrated one was uh, Textures. Textures. Yeah. Textures. Yeah. They're, uh, they're, uh, they're, and textures. They're textures are they're a Dutch uh, metalcore. Uh, no, progressive progressive metal band. Um, really, really top top class drummer Steph Brooks. And this um, brings to another one because this brings to Cynic also, right? Because texture the name came from from Cynic Vale of my uh, album. Yeah, this is another one. Cynic also, yeah, I think yeah. is a little bit underrated, right? They're more famous, but. Not they are. People. They're quite influential. I wouldn't say yeah. that they're underrated. They're quite rated. People, people, <laughs> you're going down it. the rabbit hole there, lads. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, we're, we're just, you've opened up the Pandora's box. That's all right. It's, we're meant to be having a conversation. I think that's the point yeah, of these yeah. shows. <laughs> Bar, uh, is, I, I wanted to ask, how was Botch? I haven't. No, I haven't seen them. I I, I'm, go, I'm going. I'm I hoping going. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. Hoping to go see them. I will let you know straight away because um, I'm very excited about it. It was one of those ones where, like, I was on bands in town and I just saw their play and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so I, I was like, I, "I have to go." I just wait. I, I wish they, I wish more bands would play. I wish more bands abroad would play here. Um, yeah. But we are starting to get like uh, some very good shows. Like I still can't believe Full of Hell were able to sell out Grand Social recently, which was I was like, this is amazing. Um, oh, it was great. Were you at it? Yeah. I was at it. Yeah. It was very, very, oh, very fun. Well. I'm sure I'll meet you again at one of these gigs. Probably, did, did, you, did you, by any chance, I've talked about it before. Did you notice the six foot four Chicago guy in the Gantt jumper and Timberland boots who just kept punching everybody? <laughs> oh, geez. Now I, I stay well clear of the, uh, the oh, these I was days, at the like. very front and he just he came up to me. And just whispered in my ear, he goes, he goes, do you like power violence? And I was like, what the fuck? What? <laughs> and he was just like, he goes, I fucking love power violence. And I was like, good for you, man. And uh, then oh, Jarhead, the show? 
it just before Jarhead Fertilizer went on, and then he stood in the middle of the oh. mosh pit. Stood in the middle of the mosh pit. He's like, we're at a power violence show. Who's going to show me some fucking violence? And then just, <laughs> oh, hell broke loose. <laughs> I can imagine. Jeez. He's probably, one of their, he's probably one of their heads they brought with them. Probably, maybe, yeah. Oh, actually, that's probably, probably a good point. He's their manager or something like that. <laughs> yeah, one of their roadies or something. I, I loved at the end of the show, they were just like, guys, thank you so much for coming to see us. Who has weed? <laughs> we need weed. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. That, uh, that new job. I mean, you can't blame a lot for trying. No, you can't. But that, uh, that Man, new job. Yeah, no, I, I, I was just saying I the new album is fucking insane. It's so good. I, I haven't, I forgot about them. And now that you mentioned the name, I must, I must go back uh, and check them because I, 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 I actually, I have one of their, I bought, I liked them that much. I bought uh, a patch and I'd never yeah. heard of them before. They were good. They're they're basically it's former it's it's two members I think from Full of Hell and it's the drummer and the guitarist and then it's two former members of Full of Hell that are now in the band. Oh, well. But they're okay, yeah. okay. that's why I was like they're the drummer was on double duties. I was like, holy fuck, that's a long yeah. yeah you probably can uh, <laughs> appreciate wow. it. <laughs> no, I I say he was wrecked by the end of the night, but uh, <laughs> they had a really um, the 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 atmosphere they the kind of gave me was that really uh, depressive. Uh, Mid Midwest America kind of mm. just like uh, you know it's somewhere like Iowa, the, yeah. <laughs> so somewhere like Iowa or one of these, not the album Iowa, but uh, somewhere like one of these flyover <laughs> states, kind of really depressive, loads of meth addicts type of vibe. <laughs> well, because I Which think brilliant, so. brilliant, yeah, like, brilliant for uh, heavy music, you know. It's funny. It was like I was reading. Uh, I'm reading 1984 at the moment, which is a book that I've never read. Ah. Just saying to a friend, I was like, yeah. "Man, like every page has a has a line in it that I can see some grindcore band using as a uh, as an <laughs> opening to one of their songs, like you know the ominous <laughs> voice that they always do." <laughs> yeah, oh, that but, uh, I'm trying to think of some other questions here that we have. Oh, um, what is the best band you've ever seen live? Ah, uh, no, that you've seen. That you've seen, yeah. That you've seen live. You know, you're talking about 15, 20 years. Yeah, I, know, I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, would say first, be, I would say first, I would say first because that this distracts me. I saw Dillinger Escape Plan. Oh, oh this was very good. This was very good live. Yeah. Do you know, do you know I, I was meant to see them at download and the girl that I was with was terrified of them. So we had to leave their set. She was like, they're too scary. <laughs> And then they broke up like a, a year later. Yeah, she she, couldn't, she just she was just because they had these like they had these giant screens like about six of them that kept flashing yeah, white. Yeah. And then he was in the crowd. Greg Pashido was in the crowd. He's playing in Wheelands, by yeah, the way. He's playing in um, March. Right? He's playing in March. Yeah. Same night. Um, same night as Cynic. What? Oh, really? Oh, that's unfortunate. Same yeah, night as Cynic. I have a ticket for it. <laughs> but they opened up. They opened up at Prancer. And then he just jumped straight into the, they were touring uh, one of us as the killer at the time. And I was just like, she's like, Barry, this is terrifying. I was like, just wait for one of us as the killer as a son. It's a bit soft. You might like that. And she's like, no, I can't hack this. So we have to leave. <laughs> it's like, he does sing. Believe it or not, he does sing. But um, he's yeah. a decent singer. <laughs> he's a very good singer. Yeah. Killer be, his project, Killer Be Killed. I love that. Oh, he has with Max Covey. lovers also. Yeah. Uh, Other lovers is brilliant. Even do you ever listen to the Black Queen? His like synthwave kind of nine inch nailsy thing that he does. I think I saw something about that. Don't recall it now. They're they're it's very very good. But it's him like proper. It's like him. He's with the keyboardist from Nine Inch Nails, and uh, it's really like lovely music. It's it's very very good. I recommend that as well. 
Cool. Cool. Uh, actually, just while we're on that, the the last night, uh, sorry, the last gig, Dillinger were supposed to play in Dublin. I stupidly, it was the same night Meshuggah was on. And, oh, uh, God. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> I know, I know. Like, what are they doing? The heaviest bands in the world. Like. <laughs> I know. But, like, here's, the stu- here's how stupid I was. Like, I've seen, Meshuggah are probably one of my favourite bands. I've seen them now. I've seen them about eight times. And that was like my fifth fifth time seeing them. And I was like, oh no, I'll go to Meshuggah again. Well, I didn't realize that was my last chance to see Dillinger. I was just so one track mind, uh, Meshuggah, Meshuggah, that I, I missed a, a big opportunity and the final opportunity to see them, which I'm a bit disappointed about. But look. Well, hopefully other lovers tours. Well, Greg Bushido in March should be a very, 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 very fun show, but it's also, yeah. you said it's the same as, I can't believe yeah, it's in Zealand's. <laughs> I know, but the thing is, the Cynic gig is in Opium, which is right next door. So technically, I might be able to go to both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not very good. Go to the other one. Then... Yeah. <laughs> go, go for a couple of songs here. Yeah, back and forth. Like, I'm not uh, joking. I was thinking of that. Like. <laughs> Craig, what about yourself? Best live band. Um, you see, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have. I have. I wouldn't have attended as many gigs as Marcelo or Jason or Sebastian because I'm a little. I'm a little bit younger than the guys, and like best live performance I've seen is probably like with fire and everything and the the aesthetics. It was probably Slipknot when I saw them in Tree Arena in 2014. Is that when Corn was supporting. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. good. It was really good. You can't go but, wrong with a Slipknot show, you know. Heck around with the corn show. I've seen corn yeah. four. I've seen corn four times now, and they're corn fucking amazing every time. We see, still got then, it. Like back back then when I saw corn live, I only knew like some of their singles. Like I liked them. I wasn't really into them. Mm. I went maybe oh, for yeah. Slipknot, of course. And um, corn were good, but obviously I I remember Slipknot more than corn. But now I'm mm. I'm pretty big. I'm I'm the lads know <laughs> I'm the corn now. <laughs> yeah, he was big time. I just I remember think we watching... had a little uh, <laughs> bit of help in hand on that, Craig. Yeah, definitely. I just remember we were a group of friends that went and just uh, when he started going into Twist, our whole friend group was like, "They're playing Twist." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah, I, I'd have the same reaction. Hopefully, they come here again. I, I have, I've never seen Corn. The see last them. time I think they did a solo show here was in the Olympia, and they were touring the dubstep album that they made. Jesus, yeah, last time really- I remember. Yeah, which was not. I appreciate the. Not uh, I, pre- I appreciate attempting it, but it probably should have been an yeah. EP, not not an album. Yeah. Not yeah. an album. You gotta yeah. admire. You gotta admire the. Um, the balls uh, of it. Yeah, like <laughs> I tried. They tried something yeah. different. They really, it really yeah, didn't work. But you know, when, they, when they played, they only played like two songs off it, and then they just went straight into all the old stuff. Ah, happy days for the crowd yeah. there. <laughs> I suppose they're getting the new stuff out of the way first and then they play the the better stuff yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, it's, it's weird. Sometimes, like, I don't mind when a band, it depends on how much I'm a fan, but sometimes I want to go see a band and they play way too much new stuff and I get annoyed. And then other times they play all the old stuff and no new stuff. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. I never know which is the right balance. Like, <laughs> there has to be a balance. You see, yeah. but you see, bands are touring. Yeah. When your bands are touring albums, they have to put new material to promote the album. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense, <laughs> you know? So, and then they obviously have to put the, the so-called, in quotation marks, crowd pleasers as well. The, cl- the classics. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I'd say, so um, what? Uh, I'd say my, my favorite live band would probably be Meshuggah. Since I've seen them like eight times or whatever. <laughs> I, I was ill when somebody offered a ticket to go see Meshuggah. I was sick in bed and I couldn't leave. And I was like, please don't do this to me. Please don't offer to me. He goes, oh, really? do you want the Meshuggah ticket? I was like, fuck, I can't go. No. <laughs> I couldn't go. <laughs> but look, but, uh, hopefully they'll get another tour out of them. I'm sure they will. Yeah. They're all uh, men now, bro. Ah, no, they can still do it. What, uh, guys? Yeah. What, we're coming up to the end of this, so I was just going to ask, what is your most anticipated album releases? Do you think for the next year? And you're not allowed to say your own, even if mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's out this year. But you're not allowed to say your own. <laughs> it is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go first. Um, well, mm. so later on this month, no, I really, really, really like Whitechapel now. Mm. Now, White Whitechapel this month are releasing their live, oh. their live out uh, very uh, live show. Um, what's it called? Live in the Valley, I think it's called. Jason, Live in the Valley. Oh, they're, they're doing so, the Valley album oh, live, yeah. right? Yeah, the Valley. It's the Valley album live. It's oh. one of the shows, so they're releasing that later this month. But then again, they've also teased uh, new material, or they're. I think they're attempting to tease new material later on this year. I'm not sure it's going to be an album no. later on this year. And then Phil Bozeman came out a good few months ago saying that, oh, my next, our, our next album, I think I might go back to my roots and be really heavy, which I don't mind. I like their old stuff, but I fucking love their new stuff. <laughs> the Valley and yeah. uh, Kin album. More, Holy shit. More proggy stuff. Yeah, it's it's more uh, alternate as well, you know? yeah. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. So, I, so, as well. so no matter what, this later on this month it will be Whitechapel's live album, and ho- I hope for more Whitechapel later on in the year. Do you ever see mm. the clip of Phil Bozeman at the Suicide Silence benefit gig? Yes, where he does that is one of the most crazy vocal what? thing I've ever seen someone do. So he basically it's a benefit gig for Mitch Lucker's daughter, I think, yeah. is what they're doing, and oh. they get get guest vo- they get bands to do guest vocals, but Phil Bozeman yeah. does. Which song does he do again? Um, um, it's, it's it's not. I, Randy unanswered, does, unanswered. Yeah, unanswered. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but he yeah, does this not. vocal thing at the end of it. That's just the most disgusting thing. You can even actually see the guitarist for Suicide Side and bless himself <laughs> when he does it. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Marcelo, most anticipated album. Yeah, so uh, I should have been more up to. I don't remember many of those the metal albums that are going to come. But I know that I was waiting for Chelsea Wolf. She'll have a new album coming. She will, yeah. The new single off it's fantastic. The first single off it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even check this, you see. I, I need to be more on top of it. <laughs> I want to do this. And and Chelsea Wolf is something also. I I got to know her like way before. I, I knew her and then I knew Converge and I love both. And they were completely unrelated. And then yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, they are merged and they were doing like albums. It was crazy for me. Also. She sings on the Death of an album as well. Ordinary Corrupt Human Love. Is she singing there? I don't know. She's, she's, that's her, that's her singing or not. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. I remember hearing it. Oh, she's but, uh, collaborated with a good few metal. Yeah, metal adjacent she, uh, she has this vibe, right? Yeah. Well, she's collaborated yeah. with the guys from um, ISIS as well. There was uh, they did guest vocals on the album. I can't remember the name of it. it the one after the Abyss. He sings the singer for. I can't remember what yeah. ISIS are called something else now, but he sings on that album. Andrew, one Aaron, Aaron something. His name, right? Yeah. Uh, what the hell's the, Sumac? Is what they're called now? Ah, Sumac. Yeah. 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 Is uh, that? Yeah, Sumac has made. I think I it's just, mostly made up of members of ISIS. I think. 
because they have to change the name for. Yeah, they completely didn't change that. It's not like they. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, was, uh... Uh, but they were around before the terrorist groups. So... Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually saw. I saw. I got to see Chelsea Wolf in Button Factory of all places. And um, yeah. it was the most gothy uh, oh. gig I'd ever been to. Everybody was sure. in makeup, leather, black. It was it was awesome. <laughs> oh wow! It was in it was in yeah. Button Factory. It was it was during the Abyss. She was touring that album during the Abyss. Really? Yeah. Oh look, you very very good show. <laughs> I fell asleep standing up at one point because uh, absolutely knackered. I'd worked. I'd done a night shift the day before, and I was just I was just like I have to go. I stood. I was watching. I just went. Oh, I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> Her, her, her voice is just like a lullaby to you there. Yeah, she's very like, fucking heavy live. Like the all right, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's quite full on. Yeah, carrying flowers. I think that song just woke oh, everybody. Yeah. Like as soon as that started, everyone in the room just went, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, Jason, um, most anticipated album. I, uh, yeah, put me on the spot here now. I don't know. Aww. I have. I'm not. I'm not sure <laughs> if this is actually going to be. But I've heard rumors that down are we're going to re-record a new material. That's oh. sick. Um. So that would that would be a massive fan of that New Orleans sludge stuff. So that would be a if that if they drop something this year that would be probably my my biggest my biggest thing. When was uh, the last that was you're looking 2015, yeah. 16 or yeah. something. Uh, it's a good while ago. While ago, yeah. six, seven, eight years ago. So, uh, of course, I'd like to, uh, hopefully a tour, come back to Europe would be nice. I saw them in 2009 in um, what you call that one at the top of uh, O'Connell Street there, the Ambassador, is it? Oh, the Ambassador, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw them there. They don't have gigs there anymore. It's a cool spot for gigs. Never been to a gig in the Ambassador. Yeah, uh, that's the last one I can remember. Real quick, real quick, uh, local band that I'm looking forward to hearing material from this year is uh, Sectile. Oh, Sectile? Oh, nice. Oh, my oh, God. Uh, I was going to say, say isn't Marcelo a Sectile? <laughs> I meant uh, no, to say uh, Asect. Insect. Ah, okay. Asect. Asect. I, see, I see how you tell that. Then. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what? <laughs> I am. I am glad. I am glad the uh, the webcam is not on. You could not see how red I am. I <laughs> know. <laughs> oh, I, I see how you made that mistake. At first, I was like, "Oh, how did you? How did you come up with sectile?" But yeah, asect sectile makes sense. <laughs> they're class, man. They're deadly. Yeah, they're crazy. Their songs are pretty good, also. I'd like, I'd like to get a gig playing with them sometime. So yeah, I can actually, you never know. You never know. Ah, we'll send them this episode then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, lads. Well, I don't have any more questions for you. I normally finish up the uh, like. You, this is where you do the whole PR promo thing. Uh, so let oh. everybody know what you have going on. <laughs> Man's uh, favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> so we will be announcing. Yeah, of course. Thanks. We will be announcing a new single soon enough. We will, it will be called "The Widening Jar," and yeah, we we have an album coming out later on this year. We haven't ex- set an exact date for that just yet. We're hoping to aim in around April and May. So yeah, and then we have a few gigs lined up we're playing metal to the masses we're playing down in cork and we have a few other small things that we cannot announce just yet <laughs> that we're uh we're looking forward to and uh yeah uh, we're just we gotta oh, oh. go for a jay or or a band on on instagram and 
all these places. Or a oh, band. Yeah. Or a band. That's our Instagram and or uh no Urag or Ura. Um, Urag <laughs> band. What is yeah. what is the worst pronunciation you've ever heard of the name actually just out of curiosity? <laughs> no, it's it's either it's, it, I'm pretty sure I heard you rag. You rag. I think when they start with you or something like that, it's a bit like. Yeah, it's. Man, it's get, uh, some, get some culture, man. Yeah. <laughs> For all of the handles of this, you can go uraband.com. It basically goes to the link tree, you know, but we keep, yeah. we keep tidy and organized and everything's there. We're mostly active on Instagram, I'd say, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah. Instagram, yeah. So try to be everywhere. Yeah. Well, guys, it, it, it really was an absolute pleasure having you. As I said, I've ever since I saw you, I've been a big, big fan and I love everything that you're doing. And to have you on the podcast is an absolute pleasure. So re- I really appreciate you coming on and uh, hope you've had a good time. <laughs> but that's oh, yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. Thanks, yeah, Barrett. Thanks. It's a nice I conversation. Very, very chill little uh, podcast here you got going on. Oh, so. Thank you very much. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll leave it there. Th- again, thank you so much for coming on. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Cheers, man. So that is the end of our episode for this week. Uh, I want to give a quick thank you again to the band for coming on and chatting with me. It is one of those episodes where I'm such a fan. I was like, oh, shit, I actually can't believe that happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> but um, if you want to catch the band live, you can see them play Fibbers on February 24th in Dublin. That's going to be amazing. That's for Metal to the Masses. And then you can see them in Cork play Fred Zeppelin's on the 23rd of March. And then you can also see them again, which was just announced, which is an insane show, is Ura, Levain, and Urn. Uh, so it's Ura and Levain supporting the band Urn on their A Feast of Sorrow tour. Uh, that's going to be on May 3rd in the Academy 2, um, which I've already bought tickets for because that's just too much of a good lineup to pass up. And then obviously keep an eye out for the album Maelstrom, which is going to be out on April 19th. Uh, but yeah, if you enjoyed that episode and want to hear more just like it, please give the podcast a follow. That really does help me out. Uh, but the main thing is, thank you very much for listening to the episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back again soon for a new episode. Thank you and goodbye. Goodbye.